Hi everyone, Alex here, your host for the Marketing 101 podcast. Before we start the episode, I just wanted to tell you about the fantastic company 34SP who very kindly sponsor this podcast. They do that because they know that their green website hosting service is almost certainly going to be of interest to listeners just like you. I host all of my websites with 34SP and I do this because they put sustainable and ethical practices first, because they have an awesome customer support based in Manchester and because they are, of course, very competitive on price. So if you are looking to build a new website or coming up to the renewal of your existing website hosting, then be sure to head over to 34sp.com. That's 34s for sugar, p for peter.com. Their basic hosting costs $9.95 a month, which is almost certainly cheaper than whoever you're already using. And if you use the code Alex101, or mention this podcast, then you'll get your first three months for free. So head over to 34sp.com to check out their ethical hosting. I promise you will not be disappointed. Right, on with the podcast. Hello there and welcome or welcome back to Marketing 101 Big Steps for Small Businesses. This is the podcast that takes the overwhelm out of marketing and brings you tips, tricks and actions to enhance and grow your own business. My name is Alex. I'm the founder of Marketing 101. I'll tell you a little bit more about Marketing 101 later on. But for now, this podcast, you can listen to the episodes in any order. Just scroll through the available episodes and see which ones are of use to your business. Right. Grab something to make notes on and let's get to the content. In this episode, I'm going to explain to you what influencer marketing is, how you can use it for your business, and also tell you about some of the pitfalls along the way. I've done it a lot in my previous roles and and for my own business. I also lecture on influencer marketing once a year at a higher education establishment called BIM down here in Brighton, and I deliver that lecture to students in event management and business studies about how they can incorporate influencer marketing into their event marketing strategies. Uh, So first up, the question we always cover is, what is an influencer? Because most people go straight to, you know, YouTubers like Zoella or gamers like Ninja when they think of influencers. But really, an influencer is anyone with an audience, anyone at all. So for example, yes, you've got your your YouTubers, you've got bloggers, vloggers, you've got journalists, you've got celebrities. Um, on social media, it's going to be, you know, people like your A-list crowd. But really, the, the, the real definition is anyone with an audience at all. And of course, that probably means that you might be an influencer, uh, that there's a good chance, you know, if you look at your own social media, if you've got, well, really, if you've got any followers, but especially if you've got, you know, a hundred, two, three, four, five hundred followers across your Twitter, your Instagram, uh, then you're technically an influencer, although you might sit under the banner of micro influencer if you are, uh, you know, under, say, a thousand. We're going to come back to micro influencer. We're going to come back to micro-influencers because they're particularly important when it comes to smaller businesses. But uh, it's important to remember all of these different categories of influencers because when you get past the mega-influencers like your Zoella, they become much more accessible and affordable. And as I said, for very small businesses or the self-employed, then that's where your micro-influencers can be super valuable, often free. 
which is great, of course. We like that a lot. So why does influencer marketing work? Really, it's an online form of social selling, of recommendation. It's uh, it's kind of this tried and trusted method of, of getting influencers to talk about things that they're interested in or things that they like. And of course, it just feels like it's a, a friend recommending that product to you. Um, it's kind of seen as unbiased and trustworthy, although these days it's it's not always. We know that people get paid, but that doesn't mean that it's not also their opinion. So that's why it kind of works. It's it's uh, it's mainly they're just more believable than adverts. People consume what influencers are saying without necessarily feeling or thinking, oh, that's an advert. So that's really why influencer marketing works. And it's a great part of your marketing mix that we've talked about before. Now, most of our influencers are going to hang out on social media. And to give you an understanding of why influencers are so useful for marketers these days, here's just a few stats about social media. So in 2019, there was 3.5 billion social media users in the world. That's 9% up year on year. That's a lot of people on social media. And in the UK and US in particular, 70% of the population are actually on social media. A third of people's internet time is spent on social media as well, which means that one seventh of their waking lives is spent on social media. So that's how often people are there. And that's why influencers are so useful for getting in front of those audiences who are spending a seventh of their time uh, on social media. And they're growing. Platforms like Facebook and Instagram report up to 50 million new users per quarter. So it's a it's big, big business. Now, as it is on social media, as you can imagine, influencer marketing needs to come across as natural as possible. And if possible, it should actually be genuine. So, you know, don't just ask them to advertise your product. You need to think of ways in which they can use or talk about your product within the realms of their existing online life and audience. So really, if you can find someone who is an actual fan already of your product, then that's going to be your perfect influencer match. Um, but you can't always find that. So sometimes you've got to introduce them to whatever it is that you're, you're selling your service of, of your product. But the main thing is actually getting them to do something which their audience will enjoy. So some of the things that I've I've done before, um, I've done product donation where, you know, they've had it in perhaps the background of their gaming setup um, or just in their room on, on Instagram. Um, we've done sponsored um, trips and events. So we, we sent a guy to uh, some theme parks over in America. He did a giveaway prize each day. His social media channels were flooded with the amazing content from him being at these uh, different locations, also the content and, of course, thanking my business for that uh, opportunity all the while. You can run competitions. That's a great way to use influencers. So set up a competition and ask uh, an influencer to basically share that for you. They can be the driving force behind your competition. Unboxing videos is a really common one. If you uh, have a product or several products, you have maybe you've got an online shop, sending a box of, of product to an influencer and getting them to unbox it online is really, really popular, especially if it's brand new, especially if they're the first first person to get it and to unbox it. You can do actual influencer events. So this is a really good one. Again, if you've got a, a shop, you could perhaps have an evening, uh, pick, a, pick a weekday. No one likes giving up their weekends, but do a nice, you know, Thursday night, invite a few influencers to your shop, 
little bit of booze, wine and dine, play some games with them or whatever, you know, get get them interacting with your product um, and then sit back and watch the content get created or get them to do it live at the event, do some live streaming, that kind of thing. And then, of course, finally, you've got the straightforward blog review. So this is a really good one. If you've seen uh, someone locally reviewing restaurants and you want them to come and try out your deli, then ask them to come and write a review about it. Get get onto their blog. So, you you know, following blogs that talk about your industry or your product, your type of product, that's a really good way to find the right influencer. Speaking of which, one of the first things you've got to do is choose your influence. Now, there's a lot of ways to find influencers. As I said, the ideal is that you're already following your trade, your industry, the world that you're in, and maybe you know those influencers, but that's not always going to be possible for you. So the first thing I recommend is segmentation. So think about your target influencer. How old might they be? Uh, What might their interests be? Is there something geographically that could help you find uh, the right influence. And once you've kind of got that profile, that makeup of of the kind of influencer you're looking for, then there's a few different things you can do. There's just elbow grease, research, get down to it, start looking around, get onto the social media platforms, get onto YouTube and start looking for bloggers who fit that segment that you've created. So um, yes, you've got it. You've got a deli. So maybe you're looking for a millennial who reviews their lunches every day during work. Um, obviously, you've got to think about your location. Maybe you're just in, you know, you're, you're not a big chain. So you've got to find someone in your area who can come on their lunch and make you part of their review system that they already do. So use that segment to try and figure out who's going to be perfect and then start doing your research. Quite an interesting way of, of joining into this world is actually to become a blogger. Can't recommend that highly enough. Eventually, blogs can all be monetized um, quite easily. It's a little bit of passive income there. But becoming a blogger, you're going to start meeting other bloggers you're going to start becoming part of that world and you can also start you know chopping and changing so maybe you can review something for a different blogger and they'll return the favor there's lots of influencer forums um, there are influencer events uh, like summer in the city is a big one blog on is another one i believe that's up in manchester so you can go to these events and meet bloggers meet influencers there If you've got a bit of cash, you can go to an agency. So there are PR agencies who uh, will take your brief, that segment that we talked at the beginning, and they'll find the, the influencers for you, make the approach. You can advertise. If you've got your own social media platform, then you can advertise. You can say, we're looking for people to review our product or to come to our salon for a haircut uh, as long as you stream it live to your audience and that's going to be a great way to find someone because you're effectively asking for volunteers not first come first served you're going to get all your volunteers in see who's got the most appropriate audience and that brings us on to the next section which is really important which is who it's important to choose the right influencer for your product or service so we've already talked about how to create that segment and how to find all those influencers once you've found some likely suspects how are you going to kind of knuckle down to the one that's best for you so when choosing an influencer i like to remember these four r's of influencer marketing so you might want to write these down but they're really good so relevance reach resonance and realness Okay, so we'll go through each of those. Relevance is kind of your segmentation again. So are they talking to the right audience? Do they have the the right voice? Really, are they a potential customer of yours? Even if they're not, could they be? Do they fit? 
reach is the next R and we're talking about readership or followers there. So how many people are they influencing? Um, you know, it's all about budget, I guess. If you, you, if you haven't got one, you want to go relatively low, but not too low. Uh, if you have a bit of budget, you might start to go a bit higher. You can you can get someone with a few more followers. The next R is resonance. So there's a lot of people out there with a lot of followers, but they don't seem to be getting very well engaged with their with their audience and quite often this can be a case that they may have purchased those followers so they're not genuine that does happen unfortunately so you have to be careful of that but also perhaps they've just gone off the boil perhaps they they were funny and now they're not maybe their audience aren't resonating anymore with them so look at their posts and see what kind of engagements they're getting if they've got a million followers and their posts are only getting three likes that's not a good influencer if they've only got 500 followers, but their posts are getting 400 likes, that's great. That's really good. It means that they're genuine. They're really, really kind of tuned into their audience. So do look at their previous posts. Don't just look at who they say they are and how many followers they've got. Go to their real posts. And that brings us to the last R, which is realness. How genuine are they? How regular are they as as, a, as an influencer? Are they posting weekly, daily, monthly? Are they genuinely interested in what they're talking about? Or are they just in it for the money, for people like you who are going to give them free products? So be careful with that one. Um, relevance, reach, resonance, realness. If you can get all of those nailed, then you're you're good. And then just a couple of other things to think about when you're choosing the influencer. Free. Free is great. A lot of influencers will do things for free. And the reason they'll do that is, number one, you might kind of be exchanging a service, right? So maybe you're sending them your product so maybe i don't know maybe it's like a spa set or or you know some 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 face creams and some hair products or something you're going to send that to them and they're going to review it so that's great that's their their hair and makeup regime skin wellness regime sorted for the next month um or two months perhaps you're going to send them something and then they can sell it on ebay so that happens a lot they'll review the product They'll put it back in its packaging and they'll resell it uh, or, or they'll gift it to a friend that saves them buying a birthday present. So, you know, there's a bit of money to be made there. Um, but also, of course, as I've just said, most of these things can be monetized. Most blogs, YouTube channels, podcasts, they can all be monetized. So they could make money elsewhere. But as I said, the bigger the audience, the more likely it is you are going to have to pay for the service. One really good thing to look out for when picking a, uh, an influencer is is niche. Niche is really good in marketing. If you can get a small but really well engaged niche audience, then they're going to be really interested. You know, if you if you run a record label selling Japanese metal music, um, then find yourself a, a, a UK Japanese metal group and an influencer within that group. And that content's going to be really, really well received, isn't it? Whereas go to a larger, you know, music fan group where they're talking about multi-genres, charts, non-charts, and get your post in there about uh, Japanese metal music. And it might just get lost in the noise. So there's nothing wrong with niche at all. So there we go. You now know what influencers are, how to find them, how to choose the right one for you, and hopefully how to decide what you're going to ask them to do. Remember, with that, be as creative as possible. The influencer is much more likely to agree to come aboard if you're doing something fun, something unique, something that they haven't been asked or paid to do before. Uh, Finally, the last thing I want to cover, as a lot of my listeners I know are small businesses or self-employed, I just want to talk about micro-influencers in a tiny bit more detail. So, as I said, micro-influencers... 
could be it could be you it could be uh, people that you know so look at the people who already use your service or buy your product maybe they come to your hairdressers regularly um think about the people that already follow your social channels um and think about people in your target location maybe look at friends and family someone with up to say a thousand followers on on any given channel is unlikely to think of themselves as an influencer but you could use them in that way um and they're going to enjoy it that's why it's so good for for micro influencers because they're they're more responsive they're excited you know no one's ever asked me to review a product before or you know you're going to get give them a free haircut and all i have to do is is tell my uh, you know, existing social media following about that haircut, their followers are going to react better because they're genuine followers when it's that smaller channel, less than a thousand. They're not expecting to see adverts. They're not used to seeing product reviews. So the followers are going to be much more engaged with the uh, with the post. They're much more likely to do more for you as well. So they might do three or four posts. They might um, do a live stream as well. They might even pre-hype it. Can't wait to go to dot, dot, dot for my haircut later this week. Um, as I said, they're more likely to do it for free, you know, um, a free haircut or a free product or service. Uh, and then finally, you can use several of them to kickstart your campaign or you could drip feed one or two a month because they're so affordable. So each month you could pick a new micro-influencer get them in to do their free haircut or uh, invite them in for a free sandwich or send them one of your free packages of products um, and hopefully you'll get yourself a nice constant flow of leads throughout the year. So that's about it. I think we've covered everything that there is for, for influencer marketing. Thank you so much for stopping by. Now, before I say goodbye to you, I want to stick in. It's not really an advert. I want to tell you a little bit more about Marketing 101. It's the first time I've done this since launching the podcast. Um, and it's about time I advertise myself just a little bit. So here we go. In the first two months of the UK's COVID-19 lockdown, I worked for free, supporting over 35 businesses who were struggling or adapting to the pandemic, giving them free marketing, consultancy and advice. And I did this under the brand The Furloughed Marketer. I just kind of needed to keep marketing in some form, but also it was my way of helping. I knew the economy was going to suffer and I wanted to do whatever I could to help businesses navigate and survive this kind of, you know, really awkward, awkward time. So that was our beginnings. In the second two months, I decided to rebrand to Marketing 101. This was kind of in preparation. There was a very real possibility that my own company might never be able to have me back to work uh, due to their own COVID-19 struggles. I worked as the head of the global marketing department for a company that designed amazing movie gaming merchandise for dozens of of mega brands like Disney, Warner Brothers, Nintendo, PlayStation. And we designed it, manufactured it, shipped it to 80 plus countries around the world. Um, And I knew I'd built a strong team underneath me who, if push came to shove, would be able to continue the needs of the business without me. Two months later again, that's four months from when lockdown started, I proposed my voluntary redundancy from the business. They needed to reduce headcount. And as I said, knowing that my team would continue to thrive with or without me, I decided it was time to change my path and focus on Marketing 101, which was a marketing consultancy that I'd I'd always dreamed of creating. So here we are now. My business is two weeks old at the time of publishing this podcast, uh, which is July 2020 for anyone listening in the future. And um, I've had a great start with various existing contacts approaching and engaging me for work. So thank you so much to them. Um, But of course, there's only so long that my current network will be able to support me with, with jobs. So to those of you listening at home, who 
aren't in my current network, I simply ask that you bear me in mind for your own marketing requirements or to recommend Marketing 101 or to recommend this uh, podcast to others. I'm going to carry on writing blogs and recording podcasts that will deliver free advice and information to anyone that finds it, of course. But remember, any subject that I blog or podcast about is also a subject that we can deliver as a service, a support project, or I can consult upon either by me or the network of marketing specialists that I'm already bringing into my Marketing 101 family. So do get in contact do recommend me. And that's it for now. That is the uh, the advert over as ever. Always appreciate it. Um, I hope you found it useful. If you couldn't take notes, then head over to 101blog.co.uk where there's always more ideas, tips and tricks, how-to guides, etc. Um, if you'd like to ask me a question directly, you can tweet me. It's at Alex Ryan UK. If you'd like to join Marketing 101 on our social media channels, you can find our link tree in the episode notes. And finally, of course, please subscribe to the podcast so you can get a notification of the next one. And if you would like to leave a review, that would be lovely as well. Thank you for listening. all so much for listening i hope you found it useful don't forget to check out our lovely sponsor 34sp and their ethical web hosting if you haven't already just head on over to 34sp.com and use the code alex101 at checkout to get your first three months website hosting completely free that's alex101 or 101 if you're typing it the customer support's amazing they're ready to help you transition smoothly to what i totally believe will be your hosting partner for life 34sp.com We'll see you next episode.